Hello and a warm welcome to Feasible Inside, the podcast magazine of the International Feasible Association. And as always, it's a great hello to our co-host, Chris. Hi, Chris. Hi, Jeroen, and hello, Feasible world. Chris, this is episode number 33rd, which was recorded on the 15th of June. And we will talk about the IFA board meeting from last Saturday, including the updating of the IFA World Games selection and qualification criteria, the preparation of the events in Grieskirchen, including the IFA Youth Congress uh, and the invitation to this Congress. And finally, the IFA nomination for an election of the Alliance of Independent Recognized Members of Sport, so-called shortcut AIMS, uh, the Secretary General position. But uh, let's start with the news concerning Grieskirchen. What are the news from Austria? Jörn, where should I start? Uh, many, many news. Uh, and I can tell you the, the local organizing team uh, is working very hard and very ambitious uh, to, to host the event. Uh, so I have to say uh, events with an S in the end, because in the end, uh, it's, uh, there are four competitions, three world championships and one uh, European championship. And I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, currently, we are in um, yeah in finalizing the schedule, which is planned to send out by the end of this week. And uh, yeah, uh, the teams reconfirmed the participation for the women's world championship. Uh, for some teams, it's not that easy to to reconfirm. Um, their participation because COVID still makes uh, lives and makes traveling a little bit difficult. Um, even the, the regulations in Austria will be much easier than they were in the past and starting from the 1st of July, uh, there will be new regulations and um, yeah, these new regulations uh, makes it possible that we are going really more and more back to normal life and visit uh, spectators are allowed uh, at the events and so uh, the team is preparing all uh, starting from stands catering um, locker rooms um, warm-up courts match courts and so on so many people are working to host the event uh, let's focus on some of the things you mentioned. Uh, the teams have reconfirmed. Uh, you want to see, keep it as secret or already mention uh, that some of the teams, it's just a European championship? No, it's not. No, it's not just a European championship. Yeah, and keep, make... keep the rest uh, for a secret. Uh, <laughs> just make it as an, uh, a, a small call for action and uh, you yeah, will sure, publish but... it at which time? Uh, with, the, with the schedule, probably. Yeah, it's planned uh, to to publish all information by the end of this week. Uh, it's planned to send out the schedule to all participating federations on Friday during the day, I guess, uh, in the in the um, afternoon. And uh, I, I don't tell any details, I promise. Uh, but it makes me really happy that not only European teams um, go to Austria and participate in the World Championship. And of course, also to underline that uh, we and I uh, fully respect all decisions from all 
uh, nations which said, no, it's not possible for me because of COVID and I couldn't train, I couldn't select any players and so on and so on. Uh, I fully respect that and safety is always our top priority. That's also one sentence we mentioned in our board meeting uh, last Saturday. And it's not only a sentence we just say, uh, we really live that, uh, that sentence and that's the most important thing. And also one big news, uh, the ticket sale will restart also this weekend, hopefully. Why uh, we stopped the ticketing sale? Uh, that's because of the change of the regulations. Uh, and so we didn't know exactly uh, what is allowed to sell. Uh, are spectators allowed? Are um, seaters allowed? Are there only stands uh, we are allowed to, to sell? And therefore, we, we decided to stop the ticketing sale and it should restart in the upcoming weekend, hopefully. So cross your fingers. Definitely. And uh, did you change a little bit the pricing system or did you just continue? What, what did you do that? Now you, you get for the same money uh, three really, uh, four really perfect events. Uh, uh, so probably you had to change something. Uh, we discussed it in the organizing team, but uh, it was really only a short discussion. We, stayed, we said, uh, let's stay at the same prices uh, because that's the prices we, uh, we already announced in 2019, the first time. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we said it's, it should be a fistball festival and everyone should have the, the chance to go there. And uh, we, we have very low prices and we didn't change them. Um, not even for the women's world championships. So the fans should benefit from the from the fourth event from the women's world championship. And you also managed uh, the the heavy task to find uh, hotels for for the teams, uh, additional hotels. Uh, you mentioned in one of our last podcasts that uh, the city of Grieskirchen is not the biggest one, and so yeah, the hotel situation within Grieskirchen it's uh, limited. <laughs> yeah, that was really a big challenge, uh, to be honest, also to, to find um, accommodations which are affordable also for smaller teams or for teams uh, who, who have to travel overseas maybe. Um, and I guess we found good solutions and uh, teams booked all accommodations and the whole area of Kreskirchen um, is blocked only by, by fistball teams and that, that makes me smiling as you can uh, hear maybe. Um, that's really cool and uh, Kreskirchen is, is yeah, a, a small city I would say compared to many others uh, with 5,000 inhabitants in, in Kreskirchen but it's part of, of a tur tourism region which is called Vitalwelt and there's one big bigger Uh, tourism hotspot uh, uh, because it's a big spa, it's Bachalabach and there are many hotels, but of course also um, I would say more expensive ones, uh, but the whole Christkirchen is, is blocked with football teams and of course there's still uh, some space for spectators as well in our region, so uh, if I got don't it hesitate right. to come. Yeah, but if I got it right, you recommend for the spectators really to book the, uh, their um, hotel on their own uh, and maybe to take into account that uh, it needs some more minutes uh, to go by car or by, by public transport to the sports venue. Uh, nevertheless, it will be uh, 
Greece Kirchen will be full of uh, football players at that time. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, it shouldn't be any problem to go a few minutes by car uh, within five or ten minutes drive. There are many, many more accommodations uh, in different price classes, of course. Uh, the, the only challenge was uh, to have an accommodation for 10, 15, 20 uh, people uh, all in one. And uh, yeah, as I said, there are smaller accommodations as well. And we are also prepared for the spectators. Uh, so as I said, don't hesitate. Just go on, on the website of the tourism region. Uh, it's vitalwelt.at. And uh, there you can find some accommodations and can book them directly. And I think uh, every football fan will understand under that circumstances and all the details you have on your desk uh, uh, that you have uh, even currently uh, in the situation where the COVID situation is improving, uh, not uh, an awful like having a, a camping area uh, on, a, on a football field, let's say, or something like that uh, next to the court. I, I think everyone can understand that, uh, that still uh, there are many duties and many issues you have on your desk. And uh, so that's why we are uh, ask for the understanding that they the fans go to this Vital Welt uh, webpage. Yeah, absolutely good point. And one of the main reasons why there's no no camping spot uh, are the COVID regulations. And uh, we always say, uh, if we offer anything, we want to offer it with a good feeling and um, to have a camping site. Uh, yeah, if you are not a professional company who off which offers Uh, camping day by day and you have the whole infrastructure you you can't offer it with a good feeling and, and therefore um, yeah there's one camping site also mentioned on vitalwelt.at and for all interested people as I said go to the website and it should be a five to seven minutes drive Perfect. Uh, another question we discussed within the board meeting and which is very much connected to Griskirchen is the question if Griskirchen should count as a qualifier for the World Games 2022. Um, you may have in your mind uh, that uh, in the past it was foreseen that the women's, which have the inaugural event in Birmingham in 2022, uh, used the prior World Championship as a qualifier. Um, Could you give us some, some details and then we will explain what we decided concerning this qualification process? Yeah, sure. Uh, we had many discussions, I would say, and longer discussions uh, about the process and uh, what should count, especially for the women's competition at the World Games, uh, which events are qualify events. And we decided uh, that we only can, can accept um, events which are open for everyone and uh, are not affected by, by COVID restrictions and that some teams uh, are not allowed or to come or they cannot come. Uh, and therefore, the 2018 Women's World Championship will be the, the one uh, big qualifier event which counts also for the World Games. And But there's one major uh, change uh, which is required from the World Games Association uh, to what was there in the system which was there in the past. And that's, uh, uh, first of all, uh, the World Games is a global event. And uh, that's why the World Games uh, not only ask, they really um, 
forced uh, the federations that there should be a minimum quota of teams represented at the World Games uh, in Birmingham of three continents. And uh, this led to the fact that already in 2018, on the 8th of November, since that, uh, the IFA Board of Directors approved uh, a procedure, um, regulations, how these regional representatives have been selected. And uh, it was our initial idea um, if there is a regional championship like the European Championship or the PAFA Championship, then the champion of that um, competition should go directly to the uh, World Games. And uh, then to fill it up, as you mentioned it, uh, with uh, the ranking of uh, the past uh, World Championships. Um, and that uh, leads to different scenarios. Uh, of course, the host city is also important. Um, and um, yeah, what, what is the situation about the United States? Um, you know already uh, whether they will go or not. It's still under discussion. They have not been in Linz uh, participating, though that's not for clear, but even Linz is uh, some years ago. Yeah, uh, Linz will be already four years ago when the World Games start. So that's an <laughs> unbelievable long period in, uh, within our within sports in general. Um, maybe completely other people are the, the athletes then. So four years is really uh, a big and long period. Um, but unfortunately, the US won't participate um, in the upcoming Women's World Championship. They tried everything, but in the end they had uh, to withdraw and have to say, we are sorry, but uh, we are not in a position uh, to go to the Women's World Championship this year. And now the, the United States uh, Feasible Association has uh, until uh, the beginning of October to really clarify the situation, whether the host, sit, uh, host nation will be presented with a team uh, concerning the man. They have already uh, agreed and uh, signed for that. But concerning the women, it's uh, currently a little bit unclear uh, what will happen uh, as we all facing currently still the COVID situation. And uh, let's see what happens with them. And, uh, but to make it once again clear, the, the three representatives coming from the continents uh, in the men's and the women's competition, if we look to the men's competition, it will be uh, the representative for Europe, uh, the European champion Germany, uh, Brazil um, representing PAFA, and uh, concerning the men's, it will be the best qualified team uh, participated, uh, which participated in uh, Winter Tour, which is Namibia. Um, so uh, these are the three representatives the continents and concerning the women's event it's germany brazil and new zealand uh, and then uh, additionally uh, a position for the host country uh, and then it's filled up according to the last ranking of uh, the championships and at the end uh, i think that's the very, very important. The final decision uh, will be taken by the board of directors on the 12th of uh, October uh, because currently the situation is really uh, developing in different scenarios and uh, that's why we agreed and all the, the regional representatives agreed that the final decision will be taken by the board. So that's the news concerning the qualification for the World Games, but there's also another event which is connected to Grieskirchen and which was topic on our board meeting. This is the IFA Youth Congress. Um, yeah, the IFA Youth Commission will again 
uh, organize a youth congress within the framework of the um, FISBOL World Championships in Austria this year. And uh, even you are not uh, there in person in Christkirchen, uh, everyone has the chance to participate in this congress because it's planned as an on-site event, but as well as a virtual uh, congress in form of a video conference. Uh, and the uh, Youth Congress will be conducted on Tuesday, the 27th of July at 6 p.m. Central European time. So save the date and uh, further information will be announced on our website, especially the link to the video conference or where you can register uh, to participate in this Youth Congress. And finally, a third point, we talked about upcoming elections of AIMS, uh, the Alliance of Independent Recognized Members of Sport. Yeah, Jürgen, that's a very uh, important topic also for, for IFA in general and a sports political topic, I would say, because the next AIMS Ordinary General Assembly in Ekaterinburg, Russia, uh, takes place on Tuesday 9th of November this year. And uh, that's big news for us. Eva nominates you, our president, Jörn Verleger, as a candidate to become uh, secretary general of AIMS, of the Alliance of Independent Recognized Members of Sport. Yeah, I would like to just thank the the board for the trust and IFA has been a committed member of these AIMS uh, family for many years and I think also as a ball sport uh, next to plenty of these martial art uh, sports we would like to continue to be involved in the work of the council in a very dynamic service and team oriented way and um, I think to share and to transfer knowledge within the e AIMS family uh, as well as solidarity and new initiatives as we have shown in the past in the field of communication Education and digitalization are the keywords uh, for my offer to the AIMS family to run as a candidate for AIMS Secretary General. Uh, furthermore, um, it's really important uh, not to include only um, a martial arts sports it's uh, the perspective of an outdoor ball sport uh, and I, I think that also offers the AIMS Council uh, in some way some different perspectives uh, and uh, that's why we agreed uh, and in the general topic you may have heard that uh, six out of uh, the AIMS members uh, have been forwarded by the IOC for IOC recognition and at the end of the day all the AIMS members are there really to help uh, each other and to become IUC recognized that's the big goal of most of the federations currently within the AIMS family. So plenty of topics as always um, and let's see how the elections of AIMS uh, will be run in November it's still uh, some time but for the moment I think uh, it's time to finish uh, this episode and uh, as always we would like to finish with and don't forget together we are Fistball. We are getting better episode by episode.